Greetings, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neo, and this is an attempt at a show. For subscribers only, um, we got uh, another reading of the Book of Neo that I wrote uh, a long time ago at this point. And uh, we left off last episode with uh, spores. I don't know exactly where I left off. I don't remember and I didn't listen back at the episode to find out. But I believe where I remember was uh, uh, she, uh, our main character, uh, Ellie, uh, made it into the elevator. If I remember correctly. Uh, she has uh, a set of uh, isolates. Isolates, I believe they're called. I don't know. You know where they put the little babies in, in the nurseries when they first born? She has them all tied together. There's about six of them or so. And one of them is her nephew. And uh, there's... Uh, well, one, two, three, four, five other babies. And she's trying to get them from one point of the building, the hospital, to uh, another point in the hospital where the leads to the helipad so that a helicopter rescue can come and pick them up. Um, Spores is about uh, these, it's about Ellie, Elizabeth Ellie Banks. And she is a returning military officer coming to see the birth of her nephew. Uh, and what happens, uh, as I'm going to explain in the story, let's see. Uh, uh, where was I? She rolled them quickly down the hall and into the elevator. Ellie thanked God the elevators worked on backup generators as they began their ascent to the top floors. As the numbers dinged, her weary mind began to wander and fade into earlier this morning. Wow, was it only early this morning, she mused? Or was it only this morning, she mused. Earlier that morning, Elizabeth Ellie Banks was just arriving into LAX through a military-only hangar. Her si- Damn, I, I fucking suck. <laughs> I gotta go back and rewrite these stories. These are all fucking terrible. Uh, let's just switch it up. So, spores. Uh... Before I was reading the stories to you and explaining to them, explaining to you the stories. Um, But as I read, I realize how shitty they actually are. So basically, Spores is about uh, Ellie. She comes to L.A. to uh, see the birth of her nephew with her sister. And she's coming for leave from uh, overseas. And... Uh, there was an earthquake in Los Angeles, as there always is, and a sinkhole opens up, and in the sinkhole was this old, uh, this ancient comet, meteorite, whatever, and that they discovered, that people discovered, and it opened up, and spores came out. And these alien spores turned people into big hulking monsters. Well, not hulking, hulking monsters, but really deformed pieces of shit, monsters and shit. So 
Uh, it overruns the hospital. Uh, her whole family uh, dies, and so she's left with a small group of babies that she has to uh, rescue or get to safety. Somehow she radios for some help, or she feel, uh, I believe she realizes help is coming, so she goes and uh, does that. Uh, as she goes to uh, what's keeping her from going from... To reaching the helipad is this bridge of uh, a walkway, a hallway, that connects one part of the building to the next. And there's a bunch of these spore monsters there. So she kills them. As she goes through them, she goes, she kills them and gets rid of them. And then she's she drags the babies in the isolates, the little makeshift movable unit container thing. <laughs> That she has. She gets them halfway down the hall. What she doesn't realize is that these mutations. These spores monsters. They start uh, disintegrating. And they meld together into this one giant. Monstrous. Form of a blob. Type thing. And. She loses. uh, The babies. Except for her nephew. She's able to save her nephew. It's a sad moment, really gut-wrenching moment. She had no choice because the monster latched out its tongue out and this massive tongue and it grabs hold of the isolates and she's trying to like wrestle it away, but she can't. It's too strong. She's too weak. So she just grabs her nephew and bolts and there goes those things. Yeah, it's dark, but that's what happens in the story. So she goes up to the roof and there's a uh a bombing squad coming in but the helicopter comes and uh it's her lover that's there and um uh that comes to rescue her and the baby and unfortunately the monster keeps growing and it's coming after them and uh and it absorbs any other spore monster that was around eventually becomes it, it bursts out of the building and um Ellie when they kill it it releases more spurs uh, spores and she gets hit by one of the spores she starts transforming and uh she gives the baby her nephew to her lover Sends them back into the helicopter. And she ends up killing the monster. Before she completely turns. But she sacrifices herself. In the in, in what happens. So. That's, that's Spores. That's the story of Spores. Um, the next story was. The Dragon King and the Elf Witch. Dragon King and the Elf Witch. Uh, it's about. Well. The Dragon King and the Elf Witch. <laughs> I eventually... It was supposed to be a standalone story. But at the same time an origin. For a character that I was developing. And... So... Yeah. It was a character I was developing. It was his origin story. And it's him telling the story of how his mother... A, an Elf Witch. Uh, a Dark Elf Witch. 
who is uh, put up to sacrifice by her people. She was uh, clairvoyant, and she could see the future and shit. And she told them that at some point the crops are going to dry and all this shit. And so in their feeble minds, they blamed her and they were going to put her to sacrifice to the great dragon uh, king to make things right or some, for some, somehow. And the dragon king just takes her like he it looks like he eats her, but he takes her back to his kingdom and shit. And uh, they have a quick conversation and... Uh, they fall in love and they have a kid. And uh, I'm not going to say too much because that's a bit of a spoilerish thing for other stories that's supposed to come out. Uh, he does appear, if you read my coffee page, um, if you read uh, of Gods and Men, um, yeah, of Gods and Men. Uh, he appear. He's the main villain. So the Dragon King and the Elf Witch is the the parents of the villain of the story of Gods and Men. So there's something to look back at. Uh, the next story was Symbiosis. I thought it was a nice little uh, playoff, a uh, kind of a send up, I should say. Of uh, Green Lantern and symbiotes. I'm a big fan of Venom and stuff like that. And of course Green Lantern. And so this guy is. Uh, he works in a. And something that I actually. Envisioned my store would be. Uh, it's a combination convenience. Slash comic book store. So you got your convenience stuff. Like you normally find in your. Typical. Uh bodega chargers uh phone things you know maybe a couple of snacks here and there but it was mostly comics and collectibles and other convenience things things that are convenient for people so that would be my dream store if i was to open up something if i was to have my own little place a little store i'd have a, com a combo convenience slash Comics and collectible store. Hello. Hello. Um, so. That's. Uh, his, the main character's name's Ben. And uh, he. Bit of a stoner type character. At this point. In my life I was. Uh, using uh, weed to fall asleep. So I was a bit of a smoker for a little while. <laughs> Very lame smoker. So I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if this guy... He's kind of based on me a little bit. And he... Um, he's... A worker there. His boss is leaving. He's left in charge with his best friend. And I kind of also was inspired a lot by Clerks. Uh, Kevin Smith's Clerks. So there's a whole... So a Dante Randall type of relationship with these two characters. Um... And so, it's Ben and Randy, and at the end of the night, uh, this fireball comes out of the sky and lands in the alleyway, and Ben comes over, and it's uh, an alien who's missing, who's just a torso now. His, his legs and insides are pouring out, 
And he's like, I can't. I, I picture the voice of this alien, of uh, Will Arnett. If you know who Will Arnett is, uh, if you don't know who Will Arnett is, he was the voice of Lego Batman. So I picture his voice as this character. And he's telling uh, Ben, like, listen, the symbiote inside me is going to die with me. We can't let that happen. So I need you to reach inside me, pull her out, and she'll take care of the rest. <laughs> and there's a scene where he's like, you, he's like, quick, put your fist inside me. And he goes, put my what? Put <laughs> fucking fist inside me. So he reaches inside him, pulls out the symbiote before the guy dies. Uh, and then the symbiote is like a bug-like tentacled thing. I never really got the gist of what I wanted this creature to look like. But uh, it's it's buggish in a way. I never finished. I finished this one chapter. This was like a sneak uh, preview. There was a two. A lot of my stories within this book is called "To Be Continued." At the end, of, is "To Be Continued." But uh, um, so yeah, it was a it was an interesting idea. There's also a funny moment is that after he pulls out the symbiote, he goes, oh, my God, I feel all this pain. I thought I was going to die right away, but I feel all this pain. I have no legs. Oh, God. And he throws up in Ben's face and shit. And then he just fucking dies. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was it was a if you read it, it's funny. If I read it, it's just going to come off wrong. So I'm not going to read it. Um, the following story was Love's Divine. This was an homage and a, not homage, a tribute to someone who was, uh, I had a crush on. Let's just say that. I had a crush on this person. And... She inspired this story Uh, and a song. A song inspired the story. I believe it was, uh, what's his name? uh, Mendez? Rob Mendez? Sean Mendez? The guy that, um, the song, uh, what's it fucking called? I Can Treat You Better Than He Can. Because I know I could treat you better than he can. Whatever the fuck. There's a line he says is that I'd stop time for you. That triggered something in me. And then I was talking to this girl. Uh, things kind of started. F- f- synopsis, uh, synapses were firing. And I asked her, what are three places in time you would want to go if you could time travel? And she told me these three places. And then. The thing started clicking, and then I came up with this story of this guy uh, who doesn't know his own name, but he came up with a name called, uh, I believe it was, uh, he called himself John, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's my own story, and I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, he called himself John. And so he he was called a uh, a, a timeless, 
uh, a race of people who are born with this gene that they can control and manipulate time and space and shit like that. He's the last of his kind. There was a whole other story that I was going to like bridge into it that uh, how a bunch of his other timeless cohorts were killed off. And he his job was to maintain the timeline, you know, until he meets this this girl and of course falls in love blah 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 uh and each time he tried to talk to her it came out wrong so he kept reversing time and until he got it right and they fell in love they had a life they got married or when they were supposed to get married she dies and he can't live with that because before that he went into the future to see their future and he saw a life that they had or a version of the life that he had that and he was convinced that no that was that was the future she wasn't supposed to die so he goes back in time saves her you know without her knowing and fate and death come to him and say, you rob death of a soul. You know, they can't do that. And he's like, fuck y'all. Yes, I can. <laughs> so time goes on. They're married. Uh, they're about to have a kid. And she ends up, of course, dying again in a train wreck. He goes back in time, saves her from getting on that train. And the train wreck happens and death is there and he's just uh, looking at him. And he's like, listen, let's go. Let me take you out. Let's uh, let's for your birthday. Let's go time traveling. And she's like, I thought we weren't supposed to do that. It's a little rule that he came up with when he told her about his powers and shit. So they go to ancient Egypt. She gets killed. He reverses time right away. Uh... That the basic thing that every time he tries to, to stop her from dying, he reverses time. So from Egypt they go to the 1960s, and she ends up. Uh, not to get too dark, trigger warning and shit. Uh, for you guys, um, she starts uh, bleeding out. Uh, and she's having a miscarriage type shit. And so he's, she's dying. And what he figures out is that, uh, I guess, actually, I believe I wrote that fate comes in and tells him her body was not meant to, uh, was not built to travel time back and forth like that. So her body was not agreeing with that and so she was aging inside or something like that something i wrote that she was dying from the inside because of that and she had a miscarriage and all that shit so he was technically the cause of her uh dying and so he's like so fucking distraught and he can't you know he's like and then death comes to him and tells him doesn't tell him but he shows him that if he had not met her, she would have met someone else and had a life. And the, the 
the life that he saw in the future was the life that she was supposed to have. That was supposed to be her future, not his. So he got that mixed up. And so in order to reverse any of that from happening, he had to go and this is a rule for the timeless. They cannot meet themselves because then either, what was the idea? Was that uh, they would, time would collapse around them and the timeline that they created or that they lived would not exist. Everything prior and after the, uh, his existence would not exist. <laughs> uh, limited vocabulary, folks. Uh <laughs> So he, of course, goes back to the time where he first sees her in that uh, dining, uh, that restaurant window. And I have this cool visual of him going out into the street, time rewinding around him, and he stands in front of the window. And when he turns around, it's himself that he sees. It's a nice little, I see it, I, I kind of direct the film in my head. And I see this really cool visual of that happening. And he goes, it's the only way. And he touches himself. He he puts his hand on himself. And either way it comes out, it doesn't come out right. But uh, And so time around them starts to fluctuate and the timeline. So all his life that he had with her starts to disappear and vanish in the sand and shit and he begins to disappear while his other self starts to age rapidly and so when it's all said and done he uh, collapses into death's arms and the last thing he sees is her and her smile and as he uh, closes his eyes as he dies one tear and a smile a smile spreads across his face and he a single tear goes down his eye and that was the end of that story uh love's divine uh there was uh, like two or three endings that i had for that story but uh that's the main story that's the main ending that i'm going with uh, the last story of the book of Neo. Look at that. We In three parts, we got into the last thing. It was the Hotline 3, Last Call. Uh, the basic thing is that uh, Jackie sits at her cubicle reading the latest gossip magazine. Ring, ring. Without looking way, away from the page, she presses the answer button on her keyboard. Thank you for calling Suicide Assistance. This is Jackie. What's the situation? She says with total disinterest. Um... Uh, so this guy's ready to jump off a bridge and she does the please hold and the song that I picked was hello darkness my old friend uh, the guy jumps off and a guy comes in uh, uh, somebody behind her says hey Jackie a man called to her from her cubicle door she turned on oh hey Mark Mark had dark purple skin yellow horns and orange eyes with bright red hair he wore a pea yellow short sleeve shirt, clip on tie, and a brown khaki pants. Hey, he spoke in a droll tone. They're having Joe's retirement party in the break room. There's baby fetuses and donut holes. You coming? And she said, Fetuses? I'm already there, she said cheerfully. She glided out of her chair, revealing her snake lower half. Jackie and Mark <laughs> made their way to the break room. So that was the culmination of the hotline storyline, the whole thread of it. 
is that it's it's a it is <laughs> it was a demons that run a hotline to help you commit suicide that was the story that was the gist of the hotline uh that was the whole rim shot of the hotline storyline it's called last call it was the third story there was hotline one two and three uh if you've listened to the other i i noticed that nobody's listening to these i don't know if uh you guys are waiting to have it pile up uh so that you could listen to it in one shot i appreciate that if that's what you're doing but yeah nobody's listening so it is what it is so that was the book of neo another testament of jesus christ who came up with this shit and other short stories a terrible fucking book (laughs) in my regards i've gotten better to be honest i believe i've gotten better i know i've gotten better since then um uh since i wrote that um if you want to listen to other stories, I can do that. Just let me know. I will say this. I'm going to, for you subscribers, uh, I'm going to try doing uh, comic book reviews. Or, yeah, comic book reviews here and there for subscribers only. Uh, I'll pick out some books that I have. I'll read them and then I'll just give you my review. Simple as that. <laughs> so that's one idea I got. So we got uh, comic reviews. We got this nonsense. Um, and then uh, we got movie commentary tracks. Again, we got uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen coming up. So that's the one that we're going to do next. Start thinking about a new movie that we're going to do. Um for next month. Uh, will I do? Maybe I could do two movies a month. Yeah, we'll try to do two movies this month. So give me another movie for this month. Because uh, soon I will be doing the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen one. So if you're listening to this. Um, yeah, give me another movie. And uh, we'll do two movies a month maybe. Um, what else? Maybe I'll do that Batman animated series watch along type thing uh we'll try that if you have the batman the animated series at your disposal maybe we could do that uh let me see there's got to be something i could do visually i want to try and see if i can figure out something to do visually for uh no that that's not going to work. I'm thinking about doing a video game thing. Uh, I don't I don't want to charge you guys to watch me play a video game. That makes no sense. Uh, I, I charge you to listen to me <laughs> to movie commentaries. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, I'll figure it out. But yeah, uh, comic book reviews are coming up. Uh, maybe I'll do uh, Batman Year One. That's a book that I'm looking at right now as we speak, or as I speak. I'm looking at it. It's over there on a pile of books that I have that are meant to be read, but I I don't know what's happened. I used to be such a reader, even though I used to be such a reader, 
you know, I don't know what the fuck happened. Now I'm a, more of a writer, and I don't read as much as I as I should or as I used to. I don't know. Maybe since I started writing, it just more I'm more mentally focused on writing something. Uh, but yeah, I promise I got better. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, let me know if you want me to keep doing something like this. I have a lot of other stories I can give you synopsis to. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you enjoyed the last one. And I hope you enjoyed the first one. If you're doing the whole connected thing. Um, But yeah, that's uh, episode 58. uh, The Book of Neo part two. Part three, actually. I'm sorry. And that's the end of the show. Until next time, folks. Peace out.